This is Seven Sport. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Causeway Stadium for the final of the Seven Sport Shield 2021, sponsored by Seven Sparks. Cinderford Town hosts Tuffley Rovers. It's all come down to this. Three games of football thus far. These sides won their respective semi-final matches in midweek. And on paper, it's a uh, pretty even contest. Tuffley will give Cinderford a test. Cinderford will likewise test the Tuffley um, defence. It was out without Jacob Geddes. Kelsey DeMaria devastated to my left-hand side here in that news. He's unwell. A couple of uh, players for Tuffley away, like Josh Wales, Jamal Lawrence as well. Yeah, and Josh, also, I'm yeah, that's the main man. The bad news as well that uh, unfortunately Ken Blackburn can't be with us today. He unfortunately has suffered a broken collarbone. He's tweeted us to say um, that you know, thanking and Seven Sport for putting it on. Good luck to both sides, and hopefully it'll be a good good contest. He gets his message as well, saying he's uh, gutted he can't be here today. Um, and yeah, good luck to Tuffley in the game. Cinderford, they probably line up a bit more familiar than what we expect both lineups are in we'll run through them as the side uh, just going through the coin toss in front of us here Cinderford lineup as follows Kieran Hodges in goal Luke Payne Jack Meredith Owen Taylor comes back after uh, missing the midweek game Dion Molyneux Tristan Haswell who is obviously the captain Zach Drew Lewis Spurrier Lewis Bamford Harry Emmett and Cam Duncan lineup for Tuffley Rovers uh, Jake Partisans Xander Jones comes in at right back um, Luke Troke, he is here, said on the show this morning that he didn't think he was going to be after being at a wedding yesterday. Guilt tripped him into to oh, coming, of course. Laura McNally, McCauley Herbert, Will Turner, who impressed in midweek. Sam Mendes, Dom Kent, Liam Wright, who, as you'll know, was on the bench for Cinderford Town in their semi-final earlier in the competition. Joe Shutt and Luke Soule. Kelsey DeMario will be commentating through the main commentary for 90 minutes. He'll be joined by Matt Yates for the second half as I'll be getting ready to do a presentation on the pitch at full time. One of these sides is going to be the third victor in the Seven Sports Shield. Third team to lift it after Gloucester City in 2018, Cheltenham Saracens in 2019 and after the break for the COVID pandemic, someone's going to lift it in 2021. Kelsey, Hello. it's your, all yours to take us through the game, but first and foremost, what are you expecting to see in this one? Well, um, to be honest, mate, I said uh, I said a cagey affair for both games on uh, the on the breakfast show this morning, and uh, the, the first game finished 7-1, so all predictions are out the window, mate, to be totally honest with you. Seven Sports Shield always brings goals. Seven Sports Shield final always brings goals. 6-5 in 2019, 4-2 in 2018. So we're expecting a nice uh, nice 0-0 <laughs> for, for this one. But we are ready in the sun-soaked Causeway Stadium for Cinderford Town versus Tuffley Rovers in the Seven Sports Shield final. And we are underway. Lewis Bamford gets us going. Cinderford kicking left to right into the sun for the first half. As we look from the main stand, Tuffley, the away side in their traditional claret and blue Right to left, Sinford in white and black stripes, black shorts, black socks. As ball with Tristan Haswell, as Ryan said, a couple of uh, players missing for both sides today. Standard pre-season stuff, really. And here's one man looking to stake a claim, Owen Taylor. Back to Tristan Haswell. Wearing the... uh, 
more unfamiliar number six shirt. So it does traditionally like to favour the uh, the free. Wearing the captain's armband today, no Ash Davis for Cinderford. And here's Luke Payne. Taylor immediately pressured by Liam Wright, Liam Wright who's wearing the number four shirt in an absolute twist of events as goes long by Tristan Haswell and the linesman in front of us with the line linesman straight up with his flag Will Morford I imagine giving him a very polite earful he's a polite man polite man is Will Morford we already know this but, the nicest uh, man in Gloucestershire football Looks like Tuffley have started with uh, the three up front with Luke Sowell obviously in the middle, Joe Shirt on the right-hand side and Sam Mendes is over on the left-hand side. He played in a central role in the semi-final on Wednesday night. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes about it. Looking at the um, way Cinderford are lining up, they're actually lining up with a 4-2-3-1. How they ended the game on Tuesday night, Spurrier in the middle with Owen Taylor. Uh, looks like it's Cam Duncan on his near side, Harry Emmett off Lewis Bamford. And on the far side, Zach Drew. So it's the, the Drew versus Joe Shutt uh, test that we were looking forward to. I haven't seen Stephen Cleal yet. Is he here? It's just Should Will Morford be. patrolling the uh, technicals area at the moment. Paul Sinderford. But they've got a throw in on the far side. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I haven't seen him. Well, who knows, mate? Who knows? Haswell sprays one to this near side for Luke Payne. Takes a touch. Under pressure from Mendes. Handball from Sam Mendes as he looked to break away down this left flank but the referee straight away booking well not booking Sam Mendes but you know what I mean taken quickly now with Duncan inside to Emmett Ryan of course has tipped Harry Emmett to score as he does in every single game that Harry Emmett plays in Duncan beating Sam Mendes now looking to beat Luke Troke as well he's got to the byline here's Duncan still going Cam Duncan in the box there's a great run from Duncan and eventually Luke Troke has to come over and smash the ball out of play Luckily for the spectators, who are about five yards away, gets his foot underneath it and, <laughs> and manages to hit it over their heads because uh, good run from Camden Duncan. Beating three toughly men. And he's going to get himself on the corner as well. As Joe Cole, away to our left-hand side, sings for Tuffley. Duncan towards back post, header up by Haswell. And it's in the captain, Tristan Haswell. Leading by example. Puts his side 1-0 up. Camden Duncan delivered the corner towards the back post. It evaded absolutely everyone. And Tristan Haswell was there with a free header. And he puts it in the back of the net, 1-0. Well, it's almost poetic, isn't it? You know, we talked about, uh, with McCordy Herbert on Wednesday night and Joe Shutt this morning on the show, that Tuffley defended well from set pieces. They defended corners, free kicks, everything into their box. The first one of the day. And uh, Tristan Haswell has just allowed space at the back post. Just doesn't have to do an awful lot. Heads towards goal. Keeper's got no chance and toughly uh, behind in the early exchanges. And it's another game where it's been an early goal. Here's Mendes now on the halfway line with two Cinderford players all around him. And Luke Payne knocks it back for Kieran Hodges. Joe Shirt pressing from the front. Of course, Joe Shirt, who was on boats for breakfast this morning. And here's Meredith on the far side. Now picked up again. By Zach Drew. Drew delivers towards Bamford. Header away by McNally. But Turner, sorry. And it's picked up by Owen Turner for Sinford. Tries to play in towards Zach Drew, but he's uh, tackled by his housemate, Joe Shutt. 
And then Zach Drew returns the favour and concedes the throw for Tuffley. Lively opening to this game. Five minutes in, Sinford lead by a goal to nil. Yeah, incredibly. You know, three of the four games to have a goal in the five minutes or so. It's a, you know, it's a good return, really, for, for four games of, of you know, non-league and pre-season football. Great start. Uh, it's been a bad uh, game so far for Chapman Town. They're 2-0 down to Birmingham City. Here's Payne looking to bring it forward for Sinford. Emmett, oh. delightful flick around the corner. Bamford returns a flick as well, but Lewis Bamford is actually offside. We've had a tweet from Stephen Cleal. He's unfortunately having to listen as he's self-isolating. No way. He has also said that he's hating it, um, but not because of the commentary. I think he's aiming at you there, mate. Um, it's only the third game he's missed in ten years. Wow. That's why he's my favourite Cleal. In a bit Patrick. <laughs> well, he'll be delighted. Stephen Cleal will be delighted with what he can hear so far. First real attack of the game. Win a corner from the corner. The captain swoops with a header and breaks the deadlock. Troke looking to twist and turn away from the attentions of Camden Duncan and he plays a poor ball into Spurrier but Spurrier loses out to Joe Shutt now looking to twist and turn up against Tristan Haswell Shutt still battling for it but Spurrier wins the ball eventually and eventually Payne goes back to Hodges and now it's with Meredith Meredith got plenty of time and space to run across halfway he's got Luke Soul tracking back for Tuffley Duncan's in a lot of space on this near side and Molyneux is fizzed one towards him from the centre-back position. Now it's Duncan up against Troke. He's got the beating of Luke Troke. Plays it inside for Lewis Bamford. And it's a good block coming across Macaulay Herbert. Just in front of his goalkeeper, Parsison. As Bamford tried to sort of cut it back towards the six-yard box. Good defending from the Tuffley captain. Yeah, I'd be disappointed, though, with how easy that pass into Bamford came. Um, but between uh, Herbert and Parsons and Goal, he managed to smother it. Parsons showed good awareness to come out and make Bamford's mind up for him, really. But it's been a very, very lively start from Cinderford, and they've got the game here for the taking. Payne now finds Owen Turner, looking to pass it down the line for Bamford. He's beating them as well. Bamford towards the back post, and flying in with Zach Drew, and he's got a touch on it, but he's taking it away from Goal. Still the danger there, though, for Cinderford's with Meredith. Now goes right the way back to Payne in the right fullback position on the halfway line. Fantastic for Cinderford, of course. We have the likes of Jack Meredith in the starting eleven. Him, Harry Clark, and uh, Tommy Coleman. They've appeared against Cheltenham in a friendly and also in the Shield. Um, and you know, following the, the semi-final in midweek, they've signed for the first team. So exciting to see the development here at under 18s, and the pathway is there. Is Haswell? So the Tuffley Rovers. Ultra Joe Cole continues to sing his heart out for his side away to our left hand side in the corner on his own loving life that's what it's all about yeah here's Wright turning inside lovely interchange between Mendes and Wright Wright tries to go down the line Looks I don't think I've gone out play. for me no I don't think I've gone out but there you go Sammy Hicks has been sent to warm up by Will Morford Spurrier spins on it Goes back to Haswell. Haswell's got Meredith over on the far side as an option. He's found him. Meredith continues to run. Just shows too much of it to Dom Kent. Kent gets in there with the challenge. And uh, after a few seconds, referee and linesman combine to say Cinderford throw. No real option for him, though, from the throw-in. Spurrier shows for it short, but it's a weak throw-in, really. 
as Shutt gets in there. Mendes battling for it with Turner, and Turner clatters in to Sam Mendes. And a free kick given to Tuffley midway through their own half. A reminder, Kelsey, as uh, anyone who is listening, if you want to get in contact with us like Stephen Clill has, uh, message uh, us on Twitter at 7sport, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, info at 7sport or Cody K on the email, and uh, 7 underscore sport on the Instagram. Let us know your thoughts and opinions on how pre-season's going so far, and also 7sport Shield final. Joe Shutt does really well to win that up against Luke Payne. Now cuts inside, Joe Shutt delivers towards Mendes. Just wide of the mark. Mendes making the run across the front post. Luke Payne thought the ball had gone out, but Joe Shutt done really well to keep it in. And he put it through the legs, basically, of Luke Payne there before he delivered the cross. Mendes making the run across the near post. Volleyed it just wide of the goal. And Kieran Hodges breathes a sigh of relief. It was kind of a weird height for him, wasn't it? Mendes, he started yeah. to, to check back, and, and it was kind of up him, if that makes sense. He had to bend the leg and... The hip just doesn't swing that way. So throw in far side for Cinderford. And now back with Haswell. Owen Turner in a lot of space in the centre circle and he's almost showed too much of it to Joe Shutt but eventually got the ball to Luke Payne. Now Payne down the line for Duncan. Duncan in towards Emmy in acres of space in the penalty area. Toughly shirt around him quickly though. Now back with Duncan, up against Troke. He's had the beating of Troke so far, and he's still got it, and the ball has just gone out of play over the byline for the goal kick. But, uh, ten, minutes, ten minutes gone in this game, and Luke Troke's been the subject of a lot of attention for Camden Duncan. Yeah, Troke just needs to uh, concentrate a bit. When Duncan's got a ball, he looks like he's got a beating of him every time at this moment. A long way to go in the game, of course. Long goal kick sent back towards Tuffley, but Liam Wright picks it up. Now plays it somewhat fortuitous. He finds Sam Mendes. Mendes, good ball into Joe Shutt. Now in the penalty area, he's got Luke Soul at the back post. Molyneux across. It's in towards Soul, and it's just over his head. And seen out of play by Meredith for a goal kick. First touch from Joe Shutt just sort of closed the gap for him. If he had taken that cleaner, he'd have been able to just swing it onto his right foot and cut in and get an attempt on goal. But as it was, it just sort of stuck under his feet slightly and he wasn't able to shift it onto his right foot. And he had to go left, cut back, hold it up, and eventually the ball in was just too high for Luke Sol. Spurrier goes long over the top looking for Zach Drew. Drew just leaves a bit of a push <laughs> on... Um, is it McNally Sander on the Jones. far side? Sorry? Sander Jones. Oh, Apologies. Great name, Xander. Sorry? Great name, Xander. Yeah. Well, he played all right for the under-18s uh, last season, Xander Jones. Um, one that I believe has been on the bench before for Tuffley's first team. Um, maybe uh, maybe imagining that one. Might have been the reserves team game that we see him play, but he's been in the relevant setup for Tuffley for a while. Here's a man with another great name, Camden Duncan, into Owen Turner, Harry Emmett. Now he's in acres of space. Looking to run up against Will Turner. Turner gets the better of him, though, and wins his side of free kick. Good defending by Will Turner. Knew that Harry Emmett was likely to, to go in hard on him, and he did so. 
had a tweet from Josh Wales saying all the best to the lads at Tuffley Rivers FC today. Gutted not to be there. Also, well done Seven Sport for a well-organised competition. Header comes in from Molyneux and it's found Mendes in midfield. Looking to go over the top again to Josha. Payne doesn't really know what to do with this one. And he plays it across his own goal and finds Meredith. Challenge comes in from Xander Jones, far side. Mendes gets in there with a second attempt. Good challenge by the former Cheltenham Town man. Mendes up against Spurrier and the referee pulls it back for a free kick. Yeah, again, good play there from Mendes, wasn't it? Lewis Spurrier. Big chance for Tuffy to the ball in the box. Should we ask Lewis Spurrier's dad what he thought about that decision? Keeping it, P- keeping it PG that's what we like which I'm absolutely delighted with actually <laughs> <laughs> so Joe Shutt on this free kick for Tuffley he's got Xander Jones over on the overlap as an option if he wants him of course Joe Shutt who had a very good game on on Wednesday night Stands over the free kick. Luke Soule's at the back post, as is Herbert and Wright. And it's in towards Luke Soule. And it's headed, cleared by Luke Payne. Herbert is going to see this one go out for a toughly throw. It's quite clearly come off of Luke Payne, so I don't know what the uh, protests were for. A chance for Luke Soule to throw this in long. But he's gone short to Joe Shutt. Shutt delivers. It's underneath the crossbar for Kieran Hodges. And that is simple for Hodges bowls it out quickly to Spurrier now over the halfway line looking to beat Dom Kent rolls it one way and then goes the other good feet by Lewis Spurrier still going here Spurrier feeds it in to Zach Drew nice turn here now he's up against Xander Jones and it's McNally comes across Drew still has it and McNally comes in with a challenge and almost almost turns it into his own goal and it's actually a good stop by Parsonson to stop that one going in it was fantastic from Spurrier, wasn't it? You know, just carried the ball well. That's why he's been all about and what he showed in the semi-final. Challenge comes across by Luke Troke, but Payne has picked it up again. Shutt comes back to do defensive work. Now back with Duncan. Duncan looking to deliver. Turner, round the corner for Bamford, and it's well seen out of play by Will Turner. Goal kick. 15 uh, minutes gone, 1-0 to Syndicate. Yeah, we've, there's a couple of uh, instances really where, you know, Tuffy are missing Jacob Geddes. First and foremost, the goal that the Syndicate scored, you know, missing one of your main aerial presences in defensive perspective. But there, that free kick that, that Tuffy had, it would have been prime to play it towards Jacob Geddes. We obviously saw him score against Long Levens in the Hellenic Cup last year from a similar sort of free kick that would have been at the back post towards him. And I don't know, I think he could be a massive miss for Tuffley in both boxes. Now Joe Shutt could be in here as the ball just spins away from him. Couldn't quite get it under control there, Joe Shutt, from the hit and hope pass by uh, Jones. Sindiford win possession back with Turner. Now bowls one to this near side. Duncan again up against Troke. Spurrier into Turner four about a short momentarily but Bamford and Turner play a good give and go here's Turner great feet and puts it in it's a fantastic goal Owen Turner Owen Taylor Owen Taylor sorry my apologies <laughs> Owen Taylor my bad mate I don't know what I don't know, I don't know what I was saying Turner my, my bad uh, Owen Taylor great feet 
good move by Sindafit. Great goal. 2 0. Yeah, it was great. You know, they've, they've shown it a couple of times, the sort of giving goes in and around the Tuffley box, and this time it worked. Taylor turned, shifted to Spurrier. Spurrier with the wing mirrors on just knew that a layoff into Taylor's path and uh, you know, taking you know, nothing away from Owen Taylor he still then got an awful lot to do quick feet to sidestep his man in one on one with the keeper and he just stroked it past him into the corner and Sinderford have a cushion that Stephen Clear will be sat there isolating and he'll be absolutely delighted to hear they have Stephen Clear was also messaged to remind you it is Owen Taylor mate he has Stephen Clear was reminded you it is Owen Taylor yeah, thanks mate got that <laughs> got the message and what have we learned from this situation? You should write the team sheet down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I need to. my own water over. Unbelievable. So we're back underway. Now Meredith looking to come forward for Cinderford. Plays it down the line. Emmett. Trying to beat Jones. Back with Meredith. And now with Spurrier again. Cross the ball to Payne. Did well to actually stop that going for a throw in as he headed it on for Duncan and then Duncan himself couldn't keep it in. So Troke on the throw. Inside to Liam Wright. Wright can't control, loses out. Now Taylor. He's got Emmett inside. Bamford dummies it. Looking for Harry Emmett, but toughly snuff it out. And clear long. Meredith under a bit of pressure from Seoul. As a ball by Dion Molyneux. Just kind of, well, behind everyone really. And out of play for a throw. Had a, had a message, haven't I? The manager's happy, obviously. And the chairman is also very happy. Stuart Tate, good evening. Well, good evening. Good afternoon to you. <laughs> Listening as he is. Unfortunately, he had to uh, miss the whole tournament due to isolation and holidays. So, um, yeah, Stuart Tate will be delighted to hear. The sun is beating down. The bar is full. The beer is flowing. It's into the town. And so are the goals. Just the, what's that now? Ten of them today? <laughs> yeah, just a few, mate. There's a free kick taken by Tuffley. It's deflected out for a throw. Midway through the Sinford half. About 20 minutes gone in this one. Sinford lead in Tuffley Rovers by two goals to nil in the Seven Sports Shield final. And Sinderford look to drive forward again. Spurrier tries to play it forward for Bamford. Headed clear, though, only as far as Taylor. Now over the halfway line, Sinderford come again. Taylor and Emmett with a give and go. Picked up by Tuffley. And now Spurrier wins it back again. Looking to go one way and then another, as he always does. <laughs> and there's Bamford trying to play it round. In behind for Spurrier. Cut out by Troke and Tuffley just with their backs to the wall for the moment. Sinderford almost picking and choosing their passes at will. And they shift it from right to left with Meredith. Pressure from Jones. Meredith back to Haswell and Haswell will go all the way back to Hodges. And now Molyneux will build from the centre-half position again. Plays it to Bamford, round the corner. Here's Taylor. Emmett has got a run on his man there. Taylor plays it into Zach Drew with a curler of the outside of the foot. And it's a good save by Parsonson. Got away to his right-hand side. Probably should have held it if you're being critical about it. But it's a good effort from Zach Drew. First time outside of the foot, curled it. 
looked like it was destined for the back of the net, but Parsonson sprung away to his right to keep it out. Well, Sinderford are just dominating the midfield, aren't they? The little one-touch, two-touch play that they're, they're pulling off, it's really stretching this Tuffley midfield, and yeah, you've got to think that Tuffley got to try and find a way to stem the bleeding here, because it could get worse for them. Payne in a crossing position. Looks to shoot up against Mendes, but it's good pressing from Sam Mendes. Shut, wins possession for Tuffley, and then Luke, Luke Troke rather generously gives it straight back. But Tuffley have done well to regain it. And Sol chests it down into Joe Shutt. Gets a foot in there ahead of Spurrier, but calm, cool defending from Tristan Haswell. As he can bring it forward. Now dinks it over the top, looking for Zach Drew. But it's snuffed out by Parsons straight away. Zach Drew, of course, who joint top goal scorer in this tournament now, with, along with Ross Langworthy on two goals. And Christian Turner-Williams as well. It's Tuffley on the ball, Liam Wright. Looking like he wants to cross from deep, but he's got no real options. Will Morford telling his Cinderford side to engage with Liam Wright, but happy to stand off him at the moment. It's Tuffley come forward again, still with Wright. Now crosses from deep, looking for Sol. Cleared away. Molyneux gets the header in, and Camden Duncan mops it up. Now back with McNally, and he goes all the way back to Parsonson. Now McNally again. Tuffley just having a prolonged spell of possession. See if they can build anything from it, and they can't. He goes out for a throw in on the far side. Drinks break here at the Causeway House, and it's probably come at the best time for Tuffley, hasn't it? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Tuffley just haven't really been in the game at all. Been chasing shadows for uh, a lot of this game. I think 2 0 probably is the correct scoreline at the moment. Well, Sinderford have been fantastic, haven't they? They've just moved yeah, the definitely. ball well. And, you know, in the, the sort of post I did last night on the website, the All You Need to Know post, I talked about the midfield battle being key and whoever has the you know, better midfield and controls the midfield is ultimately going to win the game. And it looks like that's going to be the case thus far. Sinderford have been very, very good. Lewis Spurrier and um, Owen Taylor in the middle have been fantastic. You know, front three have been very interchangeable. What I've been impressed with is Bamford. You know, as a striker, it's kind of similar to Ben Brooks on on Tuesday night. The runs he is making is stretching that Tuffy back line, and it's allowing the others to get into key spaces. And what I've liked that Bamford's done is he's realised right. Macaulay Herbert's more experienced and probably the best defender of the, the back three for Tuffy, so he's pinning on the other two. So he's pinned on Laurie McNally. He's also pinned on, on Will Turner. And he's trying to pull the inexperienced players out of position, then seeing the space for the others to attack the likes of McCauley Herbert, who are probably the more naturally gifted defenders of the three. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty fair, um, fair assessment there. Sinford have just been totally, totally dominant. Toughly just need to regroup. A few of the Sinderford boys catching a bit of shade. Very hot out there. at this point we'll uh, say big thanks to our sponsors of course we've got to say thanks to uh, this guy way to our left hand side Matt at Seven Sparks for sponsoring Seven Sports Shield for this year and of course a big sp- big thank you to our main sponsor Cornell and Company cornellandcompany.co.uk for your mortgage and financial planning needs in the area 
And to our broadcast sponsor as well, PAH Accounting, for any small business accountancy and tax needs, pahaccounting.co.uk. As it looks like we are getting ourselves ready again for the resumption of this first half. Looks like um, looks like no no changes for either side, from what I can see, anyway. And we'll resume with a Cinderford throw-in. Tristan Haswell just saying to his team, you know, be ruthless now. Which I think is fair enough. Yep. So we'll start back again with Meredith throwing to the aforementioned Haswell. Now Hodges finds Payne just in front of the toughly dugout away to our left-hand side. Payne tries to play it long for Emmett as... Uh, Turner just missteps there for Tuffley. Now Bamford plays it in to Camden Duncan. He's got Zach Drew at the back post. Lewis Bamford's on the edge. Taylor is looking for it as well. Bamford trying to get past Macaulay Herbert. He won't get past Macaulay Herbert that easily. Lewis Bamford as he puts out play for a corner. Well, you don't think if that was one of the others, then potentially his luck could have been in. But as we said, just during that drinks break, Macaulay Herbert's the more naturally gifted defender of the three. Um, you know, he's been around the blocks, Macaulay, to have read that run and. He's managed to block it out in his corner to Cinderford, but remember the last corner they had, they scored from. could say Macaulay Herbert is a, is a model defender. Duncan towards the back post. Haswell's there again, as is Molyneux. And it's Molyneux rising with a header. He puts it in. And it's again a corner from this right-hand side where Camden Duncan delivers another really good ball into the box. Dion, Dion Molyneux went ahead of me. Yeah, and Dion Molyneux gets up there with the header no one really contested him and toughly after we uh, after we said you know that they need to get themselves back in this game with a bit of possession and and what have you pretty much the worst possible start well restart after the uh, drinks break as it's well, you know, you're vulnerable when you've conceded or there's a break in play or anything like that and it's similar to the first first kickoff really first real chance that Cinderford get to force corner they win it and they score from it and again if you're toughly over as you say you've got to do better than that the centre half just rising up higher nodding it above Parsonson who's got absolutely no chance and it's a long way back for Tuffley and Cinderford are cruising at the minute and Stephen Cleal and Stuart Tate will both be absolutely delighted with what they're hearing here's Molyneux though getting himself in a bit of a, a muddle up against Luke Sol, but he's recovered well gets a challenge in Haswell then is taken down by Joe Shutt Uh, Molyneux stayed down might need a bit of treatment here Dion Molyneux well he went in for the slide didn't he Kels and I think uh, he may have just overstretched it there slightly but Will Morford's going to come on his physio with no kit bag <laughs> he's just come on to assess the damage proper Sunday league Will, Will Morford doesn't do physiotherapy mate. he's probably got a servant that does it for him I mean, I think Dion uh, Molyneux has, has pulled something here. He's almost stretching out like he's got cramp, but I doubt he's going to have cramp after 28 minutes. Unless it's just after the, uh, the restart, maybe he has just tightened up slightly. He's tried to get up, Wilmoth has tried to help him. But yeah, he's definitely got a tight left 
calf and then hamstring from Luka. It looks like it's the calf. Looks to be in a bit of trouble here. Now we saw when in, in the semi-final, Stephen Cleal um, took off Ash Davis after about half an hour due to the tightness in the calf. We may see something similar here. And we may see a defensive change for Cinderford. Looking at here, looks like a couple are getting ready. It looks like Tommy Coleman might get ready to, to come on here. The under-18 defender. Morford's going to trot over and give his verdict. Tommy Coleman looks set to get the shirt on if he needs to. That won't be what, what Stephen Cleal would want to hear at this point as Lee Randall gets Will Morford a bit of grief as he's running off. Of course he does. But uh, Moyne just stood on the uh, sideline. No instruction to Tommy Coleman to get kitted up yet. Morford was uh, bantering with Lee Randall away to our left-hand side. He's enjoying himself. <laughs> Delighted to see that some of the uh, Fairford boys and Newham boys have stuck around for a bit. And Molyneux is back onto the pitch, thankfully. Hodges' ball has uh, almost taken out Brian Ruster. The... Uh, the end of his end of Brian's lens has come off. I'll serve Brian Wright for not paying attention. I'm sure it'll be fine. If not, then well, Brian's going to send a bill to Dion Molyneux for a new ball, or Kieran Hodges, sorry, I should say. Dion Molyneux's fault for not keeping <laughs> the ball in play. Dion Molyneux's not done everything wrong there. What are you talking about? He's put his side free and up and he's just suffered a bit of cramp. <laughs> Is Troke with the result in throwing. Haswell comes across. Hooks it out of play. Just waiting for the ball to be returned. Luke Troke waiting. Throwing taken. Sol now with his back to the penalty area. Knocks it back, asking Luke Wright if he can offer him an option, and he can. Tries to play it into Dom Kent, but just behind Dom Kent. And now Harry Emmett can break away for Sinford across. Comes Xander Jones. Jones trying to go down the line. Mendes had made the advance run. Just out of play for throw. Now it's with McNally. Drew pressuring. McNally and again another throwing on the far side game just a little bit slow at the moment both sides perhaps maybe feeling the effects of the heat toughly feeling the effects of being 3-0 down here's Mendes now trying to amend that Joe Shutt just can't quite control it Shutt trying to play a bit more advanced really a bit more central is Joe Shutt as Sinford tried to come forward again with the ball through the middle by Duncan, but it's deflected by Troke. Yeah, Joe Shutt playing a bit more further forward, kind of playing off Luke Sol a little bit rather than his usual on-the-wing kind of role. Well, I mean, we say, you know, every time we watch Luke Sol and, and Tuffley play, that, you know, the challenge really is for Tuffley to try and get close to him. They just haven't been. The man has just been beating on the ball. Sam Mendes has barely been in the game and... Uh, they're missing a couple of their players that they're, they're, they're not here unfortunately Bamford tries to keep it in at the byline after the ball from Taylor but it's cleared long 
Now Joe Shutt can pick it up and run over halfway. Taylor has done well tracking back. Here goes Joe Shutt, still travelling with it. He's gone a good 35, 40 yards as Payne comes in and clatters him off the ball. Mendes picks it up in the corner, looking to deliver. And that one, I mean, Mendes has delivered it, but to the wrong postcode. It's gone all the way out of play. Throwing a right there on the far side, Meredith over it. Will Morford's very concerned about uh, Dion Molyneux. I don't think Molyneux wants to go off, but Morford's hand may be uh, forced here. Molyneux's yeah, he's um, trudging around a little bit, trying to stretch it yeah. out. Morford yeah. chewing on his pen away to our right hand side, not <laughs> too happy with it. Let's be as careful, said, don't get ink in his mouth. <laughs> well, as I said, the manager may have to manager on the day, of course, may have to make his uh, make the decision for him. What would Stephen Cleo do in this? What would, what, what would Cleo simple do? As that, simple as that. Do? Ash Davis had a slight calf um, tighten. He went off. Uh, I think you know, Steve Forey would, would whip him off in this situation. It's Payne. Now finds Duncan. Payne picks it up, but his challenge comes in from Troke. Luke Payne, probably the, the reddest face out of all of the uh, players out there at the moment. Certainly feeling the, uh, the effects of being the industrious fullback that he is. Mendes goes back to McNally. Don't think McNally really wants that one in his own penalty area, but he's done well with it. From what I gather from the com- com- communication between Will Morford and Dion Molyneux is that because there's 10 minutes left of half-time, Molyneux wants to stay on till half-time. Proud as a player, and I think Morford may just let him have it. Hopefully it doesn't come back to, to be an incorrect decision. As well as done excellently against Joe Shutt there, but the ball down the line wasn't the best. And now it goes forward again from Xander Jones. Just toughly lacking a bit of creativity at the moment. Toughly doing what we've seen of them um, a number of times throughout the years. When they, they are trading the game, they decide to just go from back to front and they do it too quickly. Similar in a way that Long Levens do it sometimes, the two of them. They're, they're notorious for when we watch them. They just panic a little bit. Just got to calm down and keep playing because if they let in another goal, it's definitely over. Emmett takes a strike from range. And it's easy for Parsonson. Straight down his throat. And as Adam Clark walks in front of us. And now McNally carries forward for Tuffley. Mendes goes round the corner looking for Luke Sol to get in behind Haswell there. He might still get there, Luke Sol, up against Kieran Hodges. He was very um, very calm with what he yeah, was very doing. very blase with uh, Kieran Hodges there. Yeah, I don't think, um, don't think he really quite grasped how little time he had to make his decision there. As uh, Payne's ball is, um, well, a bit of a... Bit of a chuckle from Lewis Spurrier. Macaulay Herbert's gone down, by the way, now. And uh, he looks... Well, he signalled to the bench. He signalled something to Rich Cox. I don't know... don't exactly know what. Maybe a... Uh, untied shoelace, perhaps? I think Will Morford's going to win the battle against Dion Molyneux as well. Yeah, he's still moving very gingerly. Is Molyneux. Morford kind of shaking his head at him. Saying, you know, he's got he's got to go off. Refer- referee uh, just signalling to the Sinford players in front of us who are taking the unscheduled drinks break. It's time to, time to hurry up. Looks like it's uh, Frank Pemberton who's coming on. Pretty 
sure. We haven't got been num- given numbers for the subs, but I'm pretty sure that is uh, Frank Pemberton coming onto the pitch. Yes, I believe it is, mate. Yeah. Looks like he's going to go over and play left back, or no? Well, Payne, Payne's come across to play centre half, and Meredith yeah. has come across to play right back. So, certainly looks that way. I don't know whether they have to, to go to the left back there and Pemberton play through the middle. I wasn't too sure. We have seen Pemberton play centre half for Sinford before. A bit of a rejig at the back for Will Morford. Interesting how Jack Meredith fares against Joe Shutt. If, if you're toughly, you want to try and feed him against the. Uh, Against a young fullback, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, Dior Molyneux. Not really too pleased with having to come off, but I don't want to be risking any further unnecessary damage, especially in pre-season. As Troke tries to keep the ball in play in front of us here, and he's done really well, Luke Troke. Joe Shutt now plays it down the line. Troke looking to beat Meredith to it and he's done well Troke into the penalty area for Tuffley cuts it back but Meredith recovers well and knocks it out for a corner that was great from Luke Troke down the left hand side there you credit uh, Meredith stuck to him like glue along that left hand side but Troke just showed the little fancy flicks to keep the ball in front of him and you've got to think just before half time if Tuffley can score here uh, sets it up a little bit for an interesting game. Short corner taken by Shirt to Troke. Cuts back. Now on his right foot. Troke delivers back post. Soul was there. So was Herbert. But both of them really left it for each other. But it's kept in by Liam Wright. Now looking to beat Payne into the box. Liam Wright still going. Liam Wright takes a strike from the edge. And it goes over the top. Still remains 3-0. What a waste over on that first side from Liam Wright. He did the hard part. He just got hot, stand it up. You know, the likes of Herbert in there, Mendes was in there, Sol was in there. Just stand it up and let your players attack it. Instead, he's blasted it and he's put onto the hill behind the goal. Here's Spurrier for Sindford, looking to orchestrate from the defensive midfield position. Bamford dropping deep to receive the ball. Now with Payne, finds Meredith. And here's Taylor, finds a pocket of space. Looks to go down the line for Duncan. And Turner is tracking him and he gets in there with the challenge. Good, good challenge from Turner. Throwing, taking quickly. Taylor into the penalty area. Finds Bamford. Bamford on the edge of the, with the strike. Spilled by Parsons and Emmett looking to sniff around and get the second ball. Where's Harry Emmett? Of course, he scored the uh, the goal in a very well similar position to that, sniffing around for the loose ball on Tuesday night. You give Harry Emmett a chance like that, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't miss him too often. Let's put it that way. Um, player who's always looking to run in on the the shot if there are follow-ups on it. Xander Jones trying to get forward again for Tuffley down the right, but marshalled well by Pemberton. Now with Spurrier. Nice gentle breeze blows over the causeway. Now here's Duncan. Duncan down the line. Drew cuts inside against McNally. Good defending by Laurie McNally to win the ball eventually. He clears it, but it's picked up by Owen Taylor. Now Duncan thinks about a strike. Duncan takes one. With it's blocked. Bamford. 
blocked by the first first man or potentially Lewis Bamford now Troke shapes the ball down the line just like Sam Hill used to but Luke Sol can't quite get onto the end of it and now Haswell just has plenty of time here Tristan Haswell to just well just relax with the ball really as Sindford have done pretty much for the whole 45 minutes a shot almost almost gets in against Meredith he showed a bit too much of it to Joe Shutt there did did Meredith you'd fancy Joe Shutt in that sort of position absolutely especially uh, with a free run at goal almost now it's with Haswell over halfway good challenge by Liam Wright now it's with Mendes Mendes has got Wright to his right hand side Liam Wright one on one with the keeper Liam Wright into the back of the net it's a good finish by Liam Wright good he started the move with the challenge played it into Mendes continued his run forward and Mendes little pass into the path of Liam Wright broke into the penalty area drills one low into the bottom corner Kieran Hodges no chance tough yeah, perhaps with a route back into this great. game I mean today in this well, last five minutes we saw the, the worst of Liam Wright when he you know, skied that cross in a great position and that is the best of Liam Wright wins the ball gets it back from Mendes in one-on-one -on -one with the keeper great first touch from uh, Liam Wright to open it up for himself and a hell of a finish just low, hard beyond the keeper into the bottom corner and just before the break that's what this game needed I think because now if Tuffley can potentially nick another one um, you know, it makes Cinderford think about what they're doing a little bit more about five minutes to go in this one, including the uh, the stoppages with the uh, the drinks break. So Cinderford not having it all their own way, but uh, you still have to favour Cinderford in this position at the moment. But Tuffley now have got a bit about them as Troke leaves a leg in on Duncan, and the referee was waiting to see what would happen if there was any advantage, and there was none to be had. So he pulls it back for a Cinderford free kick right on the touchline that Meredith takes quickly and now it's with Haswell Haswell plays it basically straight into Lewis Spurrier who tried to dodge out the way so the ball could go through to Pemberton but he <laughs> couldn't quite react fast enough that's a loose ball really from Spurrier if Luke Sol could have potentially seen that danger earlier he could have latched onto it but he's lucky that Luke Payne was there to pick it up now it's found Zach Drew Drew pass McNally McNally flies in with a challenge Zach Drew with a strike wide of the near post passes certain you feel probably had that one covered all the way but again the danger still there Laurie McNally lunging in with a challenge perhaps maybe just a touch of inexperience from the toughly right back cool. well it was great from Drew wasn't it you know to, to just show the quick feet like that skip passes man avoid the tackle and then for a right foot player to generate that much power on his left foot like that as he did, the only criticism you say if it was across the keeper, you know, maybe a better chance of going in that corner. Spurrier now turns over halfway. Finds Zach Drew. Drew has got Emmett, Bamford and Duncan as an option in the middle, but he opts to go back for Pemberton. Is he going to switch this one to Meredith? He is. Can Meredith keep this one in? He can. Now finds Duncan. Duncan, who's got two assists to his name already. Camden Duncan to the byline. Pulls it back for Lewis Bamford. Curls one just, just wide of the far post. And we're talking we were right behind it. When we, you could kind of see when Bamford hit it. It was just starting to shape outside a bit too early. But a great chance. And 
for a split second I thought it was being pulled back for Jack Meredith in the box imagine the story there didn't curl back quick enough did it really from Bamford but again no, we had to take a touch to set him for the shot if he was able to just step onto it first time then you're probably looking at a ball um, nesting in the bottom corner to be honest it's Payne now wins the header Duncan he's been a fawn in the Tuffley Rovers side this first half as Will Turner commits a foul on Lewis Bamford Free kick for Cinderford as we approach the 45th minute. Now Duncan picks it up just in front of the Cinderford dugout, down the line, looking for the run as he's beaten Joe Shutt with absolute ease. Duncan cuts inside and deflection takes it wide for a corner. We know what happens from Cinderford corners, though, especially from this left, this right hand side, sorry. So they've got to uh, defend better, toughly, let's put it that way. Well, they've basically had two corners from this side and scored two goals from it so <laughs> it's pretty much uh, pretty much a given what's about to happen he says it will be Duncan again Haswell looking to steal a run on his man it might fall for Pemberton at the back post and it's headed clear by Luke Soule of all people as Liam Wright's gone over in a heap in the penalty area but Tuffley can break away shut round the corner for Xander Jones Payne comes across and Cinderford have won themselves a throw in. Good experience defending from Luke Payne. As we'll have a bit of a break for Liam Wright to receive some treatment. Perhaps maybe he's just been trodden on. Yeah, I think Liam Wright is okay to continue. Probably just uh, someone stood on his toe or something like that, I imagine. But Liam Wright's a big boy. He'll. Uh, He's brave. Well, what he's also doing is he's <laughs> given his uh, side a lifeline in this game. Absolutely. I feel like if Tuffley can see this one out to the break as uh, just a two-goal deficit, then could well be an interesting 45 minutes. As Bamford might steal a run on the back post there as the ball came in from Pemberton from, from the halfway line almost. But Parsonson was out quickly to claim the danger. Now Wright and Mendes playing it between themselves in midfield, Mendes goes long. Pemberton comes in with the header. Emmett dropping deep to receive it. Loose ball again is cut out by Jones. Now Kent has got plenty of time and space to turn to here as he's found Joe Shutt. Good touch by Joe Shutt. He's up against Meredith. He's dinked one, trying to just drop it in, I think, under the crossbar, maybe. Well, that would have made life very interesting, wouldn't it, just before half time? Fantastic ball from Dom Kent out to, to shut. And you know, I was just thinking before that, you know, in the second half of the game on Wednesday, Dom Kent came out like a man possessed. Toughly need him to do the same here today. So they're not losing the midfield battle as much as they were in the first 20 25 minutes, but I think that's because Cinderford probably have been a bit too comfortable. Absolutely. It's Camden Duncan might be in again down this right hand side. Is he going to keep it in in front of the linesman? He is. Troke gets past Luke Troke corner. and wins another corner. You imagine this will probably be one of the last actions of the half. So Duncan over it. Taylor offering him a short one and they've gone for it. Short corner, Taylor delivers. Gone all the way through to back post and it's fouled to Pemberton. Always rising. And that is the last action of the first half of the Seven Sports Shield final. Cinderford Town leading by three goals to one. 
Camden Duncan's corners have played absolute havoc for Tuffley from this right-hand side. But Tuffley, uh, not out of this game yet. Liam Wright giving them a lifeline just five minutes before the break. As uh, Ryan summed that game up for us for the first half. Well, first 20 minutes or so, you'd say Tuffley were, were a bit all over the place, a little bit. You know, they conceded from the first corner of the game. Tristan Haswell just allowed too much time in the middle. And they didn't learn their lesson, which we you know, saw come from the third goal. In between that, Owen Taylor walked his way through a uh, neat little uh, one-two with Lewis Spurrier before finding himself one-on-one with the keeper and slotting it in. And you just think he toughly needed something. They got it. Maybe a bit overplaying from Sinderford, a bit of complacency, but a challenge came in. Mendes slipped in Liam Wright one-on-one with the keeper and he's drilled it into that bottom corner. And whilst it's still game on, you'd say Sinderford will feel pretty comfortable at this moment in time that they could potentially go on and score more goals. So, again, like the first game we saw earlier on, the first 15 minutes of the second half are going to be crucial. But if Tuffley come out and score in the next goal, game on. If, if Sinderford come out and score it, then I might as well start dusting the shield down now because it's uh, coming to the causeway. I thought you were going to wrap it up there, mate, oh, for half time, you know, but there you go, that's fine. Um, <laughs> so we'll go for a quick break. A couple of songs here um, at the causeway in the Seven Sports Shield final. It is Sinderford Town 3, Tuffley Rovers 1 at half time. Welcome back to the Seven Sports Shield final 2021. We are live at the causeway. Sinderford Town versus Tuffley Rovers, second half about to kick off. Sinderford leading by three goals to one from the first half. But Tuffley certainly not out of it after Liam Wright gave them a lifeline right at the end of the half. We've got Matt Yates next to me. Back, back on commentary duty for the first time in God knows how long, mate. Probably a few, couple of years a at couple least. Of years, yeah, definitely. 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 Probably the last Shield, I would have thought. Yeah, probably. I think that's, yeah, two years ago. Probably would have been your last game, actually. So we're underway in the second half of the final. And immediately, Lewis Bamford in, plays it across to Zach Drew, and it's deflected almost past Parsonson. I think it was Herbert who got the deflection in there. As immediately, Sinderford looked to come forward from the break and catch Tuffley out. Sinderford had been out ready for a, a while now. As they look to continue their pressure from the first half. Here, this man, Camden Duncan, has got two assists to his name already. Could be a third, but he goes for the strike inside the penalty area. Blocked by a Tuffley shirt. And they carry forward. I think Tuffley have made a substitution at halftime. I'm not entirely sure who has come on, but here's Luke Soul motoring forward. Payne gets the ball against him, challenging from behind. And bowls it out to Pemberton. First half substitute for Dion Molyneux for Sinderford, who had to come off with a goal to his name, though. Scored the third goal to put Sinderford three goals up before Liam Wright. Added one for Tuffley just before the break. After a good counter-attacking move started and finished by Liam Wright. Here's Spurrier round the corner for Duncan. Duncan is up against, I think, Lewis Bainbridge, who's come onto the pitch. Now it's with Meredith. Into Taylor, trying to break down the passing lines and through the channel for Sinfer, but receives it back after it was cleared. 
Taylor now round the corner again looking for Zach Drew cut out by Tuffley here's Joe Shutt Shutt a little bit quiet in that first half but he's found Luke Soule over the top or in behind as uh, Dave Mayhew used to say Soule now the tackle comes in from Meredith on the far side and it looks like Nick Jones has come on for Cinderford his first action will be to take the goal kick. Definitely have definitely made a sub, but I can't quite see who it is that's come on. I'm looking to you, Ryan, for uh, that one. Felix Davis is who we think is the man who's come on in the middle of the field. And it uh, looks like Luke Troker has been replaced. I believe that is Lewis Bainbridge on the far side as well. Now it's with Tuffley down the right hand side, Xander Jones. Great name. Shut up against Haswell. Tristan Haswell's going to win that one all day against Joe Shut. Got a good four or five inches in height on him. Now Tuffley building from the back with McNally. What did Tuffley have to do, Matt, in this second half to actually get back into this game? Well, I was just thinking there, you mentioned they changed it in the middle of the park. Um, I just wonder if that's to try and get a bit more of a grip in the middle there, because Butler mentioned it in the first half. Cinderford kind of dominated that midfield area. So I know it's pre-season and these things happen, but I just wonder if Tuffley are just trying to sum it out, see if shorn it up a little bit, see if they can get a bit more joy in the middle. Yeah, of course, midfield battle is absolutely key. Is Bainbridge now wins it. Shows too much of it to Spurrier. And now Duncan wins it back for Cinderford. Felix Davis loses out, though, up against Harry Emmett. Emmett trying to beat Felix Davis. Emmett delivers. Blocked by Will Turner. Back with Camden Duncan. Delivers one from deep to the back post. Lewis Bamford is going to have a job to keep this one in. And he has done. Done well up against Laurie McNally. Plays it inside for Pemberton. But Herbert comes across. Clears. Now with Jones. Jones inside to Joe Shutt. Shutt. Good play by Joe Shutt. Now into Xander Jones. He's continued his run. Jones has got Dom Kent in acres of space. Down his left flank. Looking to cut against Meredith. Kent with a strike. Good stop by Jones. Easy for him in the end though. That's better from Tuffley. It's what I mentioned on, on halftime, we did a little piece to camera and we were saying how the first half went. I was saying, toughly, every time they went forward, they looked like they were going to create something. They were a bit limited in the first sort of 20, 25 minutes. Um, and then eventually, I don't know if Cinderford just sat back a bit or, you know, it was a hot day and um, just wanted to have a bit of a breather. And toughly eventually broke through that and, and did, get, did get a goal in the end. See, a uh, loose pass, really, from Payne there. Goes over the head of Pemberton. And into the stand in front of us. Here's McNally. Receives it back from the throw-in. And I uh, just want to give a, a big shout-out to, uh, to Colin and Alison, uh, who are at Chelsea and Mark's wedding this afternoon. Couldn't be here. Thanks for your message. I hope that's like uh, an earphone down the sleeve situation. You know, you're just <laughs> listening during the ceremony. <laughs> It's like how you used to do it at school with yeah. the earphone like leaning on your on your arm. To be fair, we're all wireless these days anyway. Exactly, though, exactly. <laughs> Sol takes a free kick quickly, loses out to Zach Drew. 
I think the groom's got, got like an earphone in whilst he's doing his vowels and yeah. <laughs> screaming get in whenever Cinderford score. Or Tuffley. Might be a Tuffley fan. Just a football fan. Just, just enjoying a, just, it. Just enjoys football. That's all it is. That's what, that's what we are. Fan. That's that's what, what, yeah, exactly, mate. As everyone should be. Shut round the corner looking for Luke Soul. Cleared by Haswell, but it might be stepped onto by Bainbridge. He's done well. Down the left side against Duncan, tracking back. Now into Payne. And finds Meredith. Sinterford moving it well in their triangles at the back to retain possession and counter the Tuffley threat. They're never phased when they're under pressure. They're Tuffley put under a lot of pressure going forward, especially the two lads out wide, and they're coming forward again now. But yeah, they just don't seem phased. They're always looking for that, that, that pass, not just hitting it and hope. That's a mark of a good side. You know, the way you can be composed on the, uh, on the ball. Stephen Cleor certainly got his side almost where he wants them. I imagine uh, pre-season will give him a very stern test, especially with the games that they've got coming up against Gloucester City and, of course, against um, Forest Green as well. Here's Jones, almost under-pressured by Luke Soule, but he's done well. Finds Spurrier, again, another... Another example there of Sinderford not being phased with the ball at the back. Now with Haswell. Of course, one of Sinderford's key players this season, Tristan Haswell. There's a well-documented past in, with his injury history, Tristan Haswell, but great to see him back fully fit for Sinderford this season, the former Bishop's Cleave and Gloucester City under-18s man. Now Bamford. With his back to goal in the centre circle, finds Haswell. Now, poor, almost as if I bigged up Tristan Haswell and he did that pass <laughs> deliberately to, uh, to spite me as he loses out. Now, Luke Soul down the line, up against Payne. Good battle between Soul and Payne. Sees the latter come away with it for the Foresters. And now Haswell just knocks it back to Nick Jones for Sinderford to build from the back again. Meredith drops the shoulder. Looked as if he was going to cut back inside, but went right. Now finds Emmett. Poor pass by Emmett, and it's loose. Picked up by Davis. Mendez. McNally. Toughly moving the ball well. Here's Jones. Back to Mendez, who's dropped right into the centre-half position now. Has Sam Mendez. Tries to go long down the line. Cut out by Payne, and just kept in by Pemberton in front of Will Morford. Notebook in hand, Will Morford. Probably got some sort of poetry written in there in, <laughs> yeah. in, in exquisite handwriting yeah still writes with a ink and a quell I think what's that he still writes with a quell and a ink oh yeah 100% yeah. yeah Will Morford doesn't even own a mobile phone mate that's here's uh... <laughs> <laughs> Mendes knocks it round the corner for Sol Sol has got Joe Shutt making the run Challenge comes in from Haswell. Referee not interested in a free kick there, but toughly were. Good drop of the shoulder now. Xander Jones. Spurrier tracking back well. Jones cuts back, twists, turns, looking to get the cross in towards the back post over the head of Luke Soul. Picked up by Joe Shutt now on the edge of the box. Delivers again. Nobody really there. Soul was interested. Dom Kent with a strike. Right down the throat of Nick Jones. Easy for him, but again, toughly. Getting back into this game, building. Good spell of possession for Tuffley. Good breakaway as well by Xander Jones. Just feel like that 
couple of opportunities there for Tuffley where they could have crossed the ball and the final ball just wasn't better. I mean, you're seeing the difference between the two sides here because that Tuffley attack come from them just kind of hoofing the ball forward over the top and trying to someone to get onto it. Whereas if you feel that was Cinderford doing that the other way around, they probably would have waited, been a bit more patient, found that pass and kind of broke the way through the defence through passing rather than trying to hoof it over the top. But I guess there's difference in standings in a pyramid between these two sides. Yeah, absolutely. It's Drew in the centre circle. It's that Drew, as we mentioned, two goals already in this tournament. Scored twice on Tuesday night against Fairford when he came off the bench. Of course, started the game this afternoon. And he's almost won his side a corner. And he's won it. It's actually a throw-in on the far side. Turner did well to keep it in there. Did the Will Turner. From and taken quick. Duncan shows too much of it to Bainbridge. And Bainbridge just hoofs it aimlessly upfield. Just looking to clear their lines toughly and maybe high press with the energy from Kent, Shutt and Sol. Of course, three players who will do their job for the team when needed. But now Duncan trying to bring it forward again. Shows too much of it to Bainbridge. So Joe Cole to our right-hand side still. The lone Tuffley fan chanting for his team, as he always is. Absolutely loving life. Trying to G on his team and get them up for the fight. Of course, Tuffley, last time they were in the Seven Sports Shield final, came up short. Back in 2019, losing 6-5 to Cheltenham Saracens. Could be a case again if they come up short here. Mendes delivers, looking for Joe Shutt in the box. Well covered by Meredith. Mendes again trying to win the loose ball but now Sinford break Drew Herbert just showing him down the line now Zach Drew runs into McCauley Herbert following the cross by Harry Emmett he wants a foul does Zach Drew but more of a collision between the two now Bainbridge has carried it forward here Lewis Bainbridge a good 50 yards knocks it to his left for Joe Shutt roulette spin into the penalty area good bit of skill from Joe Shutt but a good bit of defending from Taylor for Cinderford. Again, shut. Just showing a bit too much of it to the Cinderford defenders as the attack fills out. They, they've Still kept him quite quiet the second half. He's, uh, it, it was key for Tuffley going forward in the first. But Cinderford defence have kind of... I think they've stuck like two men on him at times as they have Tuffley have come forward. They've kept him quite quiet. Yeah, well, he's, he's poised to have a, a very big season for Tuffley. Of course, he broke through into the team last, last season. The... Uh, Studying at Harbury University as well, Joe Shutt. And uh, he's definitely going to be a big player for them this year. So very, very big that they actually um, kept hold of him because he was on trial at Cinderford uh, earlier, well, last week actually, when they played Cheltenham Town. So it's actually uh, one of the few players who's played for both sides <laughs> in, in this pre-season. That's pre-season for you. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's turning up all over the shot. And here he is now looking to track back against Jack Meredith it's Duncan and to Spurrier on halfway almost stands on the ball but does well to compose himself and finds Pemberton good challenge by Xander Jones he's had a very good second half as Xander Jones not as good uh, a showing in the first half from Jones but he's certainly grown into the game as, it, as it's gone on as Mendes tries to keep it in looking to drive 
but couldn't quite keep it in. I just feel that, you know, toughly starting to believe that they are capable of, of, of winning that midfield battle. Kent, Mendes, Davis as well. It's more like a fluid midfield three, to be honest, for three one two with Dom Kent sat in behind Joe Shutt and Luke Sol that almost becomes a a flat front three when Tuffley are attacking. But they've got some defending to do here. Duncan up against Bainbridge. He's had a good half since he's come on Lewis Bainbridge and he's done well again up against Duncan to win the ball. Knocks it back and showing too much of it there to Harry Emmett was Will Turner, but he's done well. Cleared him, shut with a bit of a high foot against Jack Meredith. And that is a simple free kick. 60 minutes gone in the Seven Sports Shield final. Cinderford Town 3. Tough, toughly Rovers 1. Bless you. He's ignoring me. So, free kick. Far side. Taylor. Gives it short to Bamford. Gives it back to the taker. And now it's with Payne and Haswell. Two very experienced defenders at the Southern League level. Here's Spurrier again. Another one of the experienced crew in the Sinford Town side. But the ball just behind Meredith. Meredith couldn't quite keep it in. Maybe the heat's getting to them a little bit now, maybe. Mm, possibly. Well, Sinford did come out with high intensity in that first half. Yeah, and Tuffley have done well to kind of bring it all, calm it all down a little bit after yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Sort of opening 5-10. Yeah, they've certainly slowed the play down where they've needed to. Bamford again, just trying to quicken the pace up a little bit there, Lewis Bamford, with the ball around the corner, but Emmett wasn't alive to it. But the uh, long ball, ball forward. One, I think. No. I think Nick Jones just being sensible here with the ball as well for Sinford, just saying... Calm it down. Emmett drops deep to pick it up. Cut out again by Bainbridge. Now Joe Shutt tries to drive forward. Mendes trying to win the loose ball against Lewis Spurrett. Spurrett's done really well to knock it past Mendes. But Duncan just strayed into an offside position. Made the run too early. But smart play from, from Spurrier to knock it past Mendes. Just unfortunate that Duncan had made the run too quick. Toughly up. Resume with the free kick. It's with McNally. Now finds Xander Jones trying to play it in to Luke Soul. Payne comes across. Shows too much of it though to Luke Soul. And Mendes was sniffing around there as well. But Haswell comes across. Calm, composed. Spurrier battling for it with Kent. Spurrier winning the battle though at the moment and he's won his side a free kick. Soft for me that. Yeah, I'd agree. Like two... They were going to favour the defender in that situation, aren't they really? Two, two players going at, at it with a ball, hammer and tongs. So, you, know, you, like, you like to see that in the modern game. The referee perhaps too quick to blow the whistle there, but Sindiford won't mind. They've got a throw in now over on the far side. Substitution. For Cinderford. Jack Freeman's coming on. Uh, 
and I can't quite see who it is that's gone off. Camden Duncan, by the looks of it, over on the far side. Is that a good game, Camden Duncan? Yeah, it looked lively. Two assists to his name from the corners. But I think he's just been neutralised a bit by Lewis Bainbridge since Bainbridge came on at half-time. Mm. Obviously, he played a lot of football in the last seven days as well. Especially in this heat as well, you know, smart by Will Morford, just to rotate the legs as well. Well, they're quite comfortable, really. Yeah, I'd say so. Game. Yeah, I, w- I would say so. So Freeman comes in to, to bolster the midfield. Taylor, showing too much of it again to Mendes. Through the legs of Jack Freeman, Joe Shutt. And I think Joe Shutt thought he had a player to his left-hand side as he, as he tried to play it on the overlap. But uh, there was no one there. Jack Meredith was grateful to receive. Now with Emmett. Emmett again as well. Another one who's been a little bit quiet in the second half. Not up to his usual high standards. That's a trouble when you're ginger and a sunny, you know. So. It's Nick Jones with the ball now. Back with Haswell. Finds Pemberton. Haswell just looking to slow this play down. Toughly standing off. Sindford happy to just watch the clock and the seconds tick by. Getting a bit frustrated in the stands though. Yeah. You want to see a bit more from the home side, especially that's after that first half. That's pretty standard when you come to Sindford, mate, to be honest oh, yeah. with you. So Haswell plays it to Pemberton, who's lost out there nearly to Jones. Ball just got away from him slightly. McNally's done well to win his team a free kick just in front of Rich Cox, who gives him a little ruffle of the hair in... Uh, <laughs> In mm. celebration, you almost. did good. You did good. <laughs> <laughs> Mendes just inside the Tuffley half. Plays it to Turner. Herbert, of course, missing his centre half partner, Jacob Geddes, today, who's not in the side due to illness. Hopefully, he's listening. Dom Kent goes in with a challenge as uh, the linesman's flag went up momentarily for an offside, but the referee played on because Sindford have the ball with Zach Drew inside the Tuffley penalty area away to our left hand side Drew cuts inside takes a strike good defending by Laurie McNally to come back and just throw a leg at it he's done well but Xander Jones loses out again for Tuffley sloppy from the right back again though McNally is in there with the challenge and the referee has pulled it back for a free kick for the advantage and it looks like we're going to have another substitution. Zach Drew coming off. Sammy Hicks coming on. The former Gloucester City midfielder. And Zach Drew makes way. Will he get another chance to add to his tally in the Seven Sports Shield this season? With... Uh, 25 minutes to go, you feel like probably not. But he's, uh, he's had a good game. Zach Drew looked lively. That's what we come to expect of a player of his quality. So he's back underway with a free kick. Taylor knocks it all the way back to halfway for Payne. Meredith has picked it up. Now Emmett. 
Meredith. Sinderford trying to play in triangles on the far side. Bamford with a good turn. Round the corner by Sperrier. Good move this. Lewis Bamford goes down. And it's a penalty. The challenge came in from Will Turner, I believe, as Bamford and Spurrier played it well between themselves. Bamford picked it up, knocked it inside to Spurrier and just calmly dinked it round the corner for Lewis Bamford to run onto again. He's taken one touch. Turner's come in from behind, caught him, and he is going to pick the ball up and take the penalty. Penalty for you, Matt. Yeah, definitely. And it, this is what we were saying. Sinderford just getting the little passes, finds those passes forward through the defence. Too much to handle. So halfway through the second half, Lewis Bamford steps up from the spot, dinks it down the middle, Penenka's it. Very, very naughty, Lewis Bamford. And just as Tuffley were starting to, again, get themselves a little bit of possession mm. and try to break down Sinderford at the back. Sinderford go up the other end win a penalty and Lewis Bamford makes it 4-1 could that be the goal that finally kills this game off as we go for a drinks break probably it probably will be uh, like I say in there Sinderford just taking her time looking for that ball forward not be, not getting too um, frustrated for that, that Tuffley coming at them finding those little passes through and like I said a little bit too much there for the Tuffley defenders brought him down easy penalty really and I think that's the third penalty of the day you've seen isn't it, it was a two in the first game uh, yeah, third, third penalty of the uh, of the day. Tyler Weir scored one for Newant in their only goal of the game against Fairford. Of course, a reminder that game finished Fairford Town seven brackets seven <laughs> one. Ross Langworthy scored the uh, the penalty for Fairford, and Tyler Weir scored the penalty for Newant. Thought we had enough penalties. In the last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, we don't want to talk about penalties and uh, penalty shootouts and things like that, mate. So, um, don't want to bring that negativity to the broadcast. So, we're having a bit of a drinks break here. A reminder, of course, that uh, this year's Seven Sports Shield is sponsored by the man away to my left-hand side, Matt Yates at Seven Sparks. If you've got any uh, electrical needs if you need electricity Matt's your man <laughs> he's the guy with uh, well the knowledge and the uh, the fault finding ability he can rewire your house or he can come and turn your oven back on he's got it all <laughs> he can do anything well good to support you lads in the, in the shield you do good good work with the local football and uh, yeah it's good to support you lads in the, in the Silver Sport Shield because I know it's very difficult to put on a um, football tournament like this. I know it's only four teams involved, but getting involved with the Gloucestershire FA and having to get it all sanctioned and getting the teams to all get mm. up on the same day is also something that's quite difficult. Well, getting the host and yeah, fair play. Well, Ryan, Ryan's your man to uh, to thank for all of that, Ryan mate. Sport. He, he's he's the man who uh, organises it all. I Kelsey just, just drives. I just drive him here. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Uh, to be fair, you give the opinion on whether a certain team should be in it or not, and that kind of thing. And the shield's just falling off the uh, the bench there, mate. But um, yeah, so all you do is you get the uh, the opinion to me about whether a certain team should be in it. Ryan is so so proud of this competition that he's dropped the uh, <laughs> shield on the floor. What an absolute muppet! He's getting getting the bag out too early. Get, get, 
Yeah. What listeners don't know is, is it's mate. actually uh, all plastic. <laughs> no, it's like the medals you used to get when you were a kid. Yeah, that's it, yeah. At a kid's party, yeah. <laughs> you get the uh, Seven Sports Shield down in Poundland uh, if you look hard <laughs> enough. I have to say, the Man of the Match trophy looks very nice this it's year. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's our... Uh, well, Matt, Matt's picking the Man of the Match. Well, that's pressure now. It is pressure. Now there's a trophy involved. It is pressure. Well, I feel like we I could... used to just pick the, the man that everyone wouldn't pick. <laughs> well, you can't can't do that, mate, unfortunately, as we're back underway. I booed at a Gloucester City match because I chose the wrong man in the match. Oh, uh, well, you know, <laughs> that's, uh, that's happened to me and Ryan before, so, you know, because we, we know more about football. That's, that's, that's probably why. We're back underway. Cinderford leading by four goals to one in the Seven Sports Shield final. Looks very likely that uh, the trophy will be staying at the causeway. Here's Luke Soule trying to add a bit more hope into Tough Lee's game as a strike comes in from Davis about 30 yards from goal well wide of the mark probably about 20 minutes to go then in, with obviously the, uh, the stoppages that we've had for the drinks break and the substitutions can Tough Lee bring themselves back from the dead or will Cinderford just see this game through to conclusion Probably feel like they will do in this sort in this sort of strong position that they're in. Well, they can take their foot off a bit now, can't they? And just pass yeah, it absolutely. around and uh, try and conserve some energy. Is Bamford? He's broken through again as Macaulay Herbert just drags him back. Sort of knew what he was doing there, did Macaulay Herbert? Definitely be a yellow in. Uh, well, we've seen a, match. we have seen a red card in the Seven Sports Shield final before. <laughs> so you know, it's um, the competition's got previous. Oh, we also got a yellow. Yeah, a yellow card for Macaulay Herbert. Well, it's the refs pre-season too. They need to practice. Thanks for that, Ryan. Second, second yellow card of the uh, tournament for Macaulay Herbert. I mean, he'll be suspended from the next <laughs> from next year if Tuffley are in it again. It's good for the refs to get a run out of the old uh, yellow card well, arm as well. As yeah, well, exactly. You know, they've they got to get back in. They've got to practice the movement. You know, I don't imagine they get to dish out many cards in pre-season. So, <laughs> opens the card, open the book of cards up, and then a moth flies out. Yeah, here's Bamford with a free kick from the edge, Ooh. just over the top. Parsonson was quite um, quite comfortable that that one was going over the top of the crossbar. It's probably closer than he thought it was going to be. Another, sub- another substitution for Cinderford. Lewis Bamford has been hooked after that after that free kick <laughs> to be replaced by trialist. We do know the name of, but uh, we're we're going to keep it under under our hats. Just out of respect for uh, for Stephen Cleal and Tuffley are making a sub as well. Goalkeeper change. Adam Clark is coming on to replace Parsonson in goal. Jake Parsonson, who uh, has uh, just suffered the embarrassment of of being dinked from the penalty spot by Lewis Bamford. So, 15 minutes to go 
in the Seven Sports Shield final for this year. As Clark resumes play with a goal kick. Cinderford leading by four goals to one here at the Causeway. As a throw in for Cinderford in front of us here. Haswell goes looking to go back to Nick Jones, but a very um, wayward pass from the, from the Cinderford captain. Keep on his toes, keep him moving. Nearly said Bishop's Cleave then. <laughs> Stephen Clear would have killed me. Rest assured, Tristan Haswell isn't going back to Bishop's Cleave. Or so we hope. And here he is on the ball now. Being pressured by Liam Wright. Ball back now to Nick Jones as he clears long from his goal. Must be quite warm, Nick Jones. Got pretty dark goalkeeper's uh, kit on. Mm. Uh, Cinderford ready in their final two subs of the afternoon. It's Tommy Coleman and Harry Clark look to be uh, getting some minutes under their belt for pre-season. Of course, two very good young players. Here's Joe Shutt. Again, another good young player. He's beaten three Cinderford men. Shutt into oh. the penalty area. Good recovery challenge, though, by Luke Payne. Well done, Sammy. from there. Kind of deserves a goal from what he's done in this game so far. Yeah. Well, yeah, as I said, you know, very um, very industrious player is Joe Shutt. It will do the dirty work going back. And, you know, he's a very he's a very uh, attacking-minded player. He can be a pain in, in, in the side of many, many, many right-backs and left-backs in this in the Hellenic League and throughout pre-season as well as Jones clears long under pressure from Lewis Bainbridge of all people who had bombed forward from left back throw in taken by Liam Wright finds Jones now back with McNally Trying to work out whether Tuffley have made a substitution, which I've missed, but I don't know if they have. Here's Joe Shutt down the left-hand side. Beating Meredith. Good recovery challenge by Jack Meredith. Clears it, but picked up by Bainbridge. Now skips past Harry Emmett. Bainbridge still going with it into the penalty area. Now to the byline. Harry Emmett, good tracking by the former Long Levens man. Here's Joe Shutt looking to curl one from the edge towards the back post. Luke Souls there. Headed clear by Pemberton and picked up by Hicks in the left back position Spurrier turns on it in midfield and sprays it out for Emmett but can't quite keep that one in Harry Emmett he's quick he's not that quick a bit of a quiet game by Harry Emmett's standards I guess he's done what he's needed to do when he's been asked to Likes a goal against Tuffley, does Harry Emmett. It's a good move, this, by Tuffley as Shirt plays it round the corner, looking for Bainbridge in an advanced position, but Nick Jones comes out to claim it at the feet of Bainbridge. Now with Hicks. Hicks shows too much for it to Dom Kent. Dom Kent picks it up, looking for a strike from 25 yards, gets underneath it and clears the fencing designed to stop the ball going into the car park with his effort. It's a good job I'm not parked in that car park today. <laughs> so Taylor is going to come off for Cinderford. Tommy Coleman replacing him. Oh, sorry, uh, Harry Clark replacing him, sorry. And Tommy Coleman is going to replace Jack Meredith 
who has gone off on the far side. And Tuffley are making a substitution as well. Luke Soul is coming off. And I believe that is Matty Butler coming on for Tuffley. Not my favourite butler, of course. <laughs> that would be Ryan. <laughs> uh, mine's Andrew, to be fair, mate. A big fan of Andrew Butler. Oh, Paul Butler as well. The old Wolves <laughs> defender. He's a trialist for Sindford. A trialist. Spurrier back to Pemberton, being pressured by Butler. Spurrier cuts back. Now finds Haswell. Payne. Knocks it to the far side. Now Tommy Coleman. Emmett picks it up. Tracking back. Finds Payne again. Now down the line for a trialist. Up against McNally. Good battle between the two of them down that flank. Laurie McNally's had a very good game for Tuffley. Particularly the young head that he's got on his shoulders. Certainly showing that he's going to be a key feature for Tuffley this season. If he can break into that side. And of course showing his versatility as well. Playing at centre-back alongside Macaulay Herbert this afternoon. And here's Joe Shutt. Just loses out to Harry Emmett. Coleman. Back with Payne and now back with Jones. As he finds Pemberton. Haswell being pressured by Butler. He goes back to Jones himself. And Jones goes over to the right flank where Tommy Coleman lies in wait and now carries it forward. Emmett lets it run to Spurrier. Herbert puts a foot in. Picked up though on the far side by Trialist who continued the run. Trying to find Sammy Hicks in the left wing position. And that's out of play for a goal kick. And there's a bloke behind the goal with his top off. Lovely. <laughs> British summer. Typical, typical English. Soon as the temperature hits 25 degrees, tops off. In public. The man doesn't, doesn't care. He's loving his life. Getting a nice tan over there. I'm sure plenty of those players out there will uh, will come off sporting uh, harsh tan lines. Very warm evening, uh, afternoon, sorry, at the Causeway this afternoon. As Harry Clark comes in to make the challenge and actually wins his Sinderford side of throwing just on halfway line. Foul throw looked like by Pemberton. Referee not interested in it at all. Eventually Pemberton receives it back, goes to Haswell and then spreads it across to his centre-back partner Luke Payne. Payne, bit of a loose ball but he's lucky that Harry Emmett is in an advanced position to pick it up. Emmett driving at Bainbridge, now driving at Mendez, now cuts inside. Might fall for Lewis Spurrier here, trying to shape himself to shoot. Might fall for Freeman with a strike, just over the top. Comfortable. As the bloke behind the goal with his top off tips it over the gra- tips it over the ground. We had no need to. It was staying in, and he's decided to palm it over the fencing. And Will Morford has to knock on a new ball. Safety first from the uh, shirtless man. <laughs> Just tip it over, mate. <laughs> he's taken the plaudits behind the goal as well. A decent move from Cinderford. 
Just unlucky that uh, Freeman couldn't apply the finish, but smart play from the team in white. Here come Tuffley again. Tuffley certainly haven't stopped, and here's one man who definitely won't stop. It's Joe Shutt with the strike. Ooh. Just wide of the mark. Left-footed Mendes played it into him. Shutt took it onto his left foot, onto the edge of the penalty area, and he's just dragged it. Just dragged it wide of the goal. Right, if there's one man that deserves a goal this afternoon, it's mm. probably him. Definitely, yeah. Uh... But it's coming I off. I say that, it's coming <laughs> off. <laughs> Yeah, he's had a good game. Like I said, the first half he was very lively. Start of the second half kind of um, held back by the Cinderford defence who kind of figured that out in the first half over half-time. Thought second half, we need to keep him a bit quieter to keep hold of this lead. Um, but he has come more and more into the game as Cinderford have probably been backing off since they've got the fourth. But a good so, game. So Joe Shirt and Sam Mendes are off. Damari Bryan and Demolade Youssef are on. Two players who, again have come through the ranks at Tuffley under-18s and are featured in the first team this season, or this pre-season, I should say. As Joe Shirt comes across to say hello to his granddad. So saying he's got a wedding to go to, so he's got to go and have a shower. <laughs> Classic pre-season, love, love that. Spurrier does well, trying to keep it in in front of us down this left flank, but can't quite do it. Was under pressure from Yusuf and Brian, the two substitutes who have just come onto the pitch. Tamari Brian, who's grown his hair out since the last time we've seen him. He's right. Now back with Jones. As we uh, approach the final five plus any stoppages Emmett wins it in midfield now finds Spurrier just drops it back to Sammy Hicks who's playing in a sort of left wing back sort of left midfield position Clark does very well up against Dom Kent and a typical Dom Kent foul drags him back and his moments that way to our left hand side will be fuming with him <laughs> I'm sure Karen will give him an earful when he comes off the pitch Now Haswell finds Coleman down the right-hand side. Cinderford, five minutes plus stoppages away from being crowned the Seven Sports Shield champions for 2021. The first host club to win the tournament, barring a major miracle. I feel like this last, last four and a half, five minutes will probably just be a procession for the home side. This trialist shows a bit too much of it to Macaulay Herbert, but Cinderford come away with possession again. Coleman finds Emmett. Emmett back to Payne. Looking to advance forward is Luke Payne now. Up against Demolada Yusuf. Loose ball picked up by McNally. Now Bainbridge. Toughly just taking their time with this one. McNally. Going from left to right, quite literally, finds Liam Wright. And Liam Wright's pass was anything but right as it went straight through to Nick Jones. Freeman, bit of a loose pass there for Tristan Haswell, who's stretching for it and loses out. 
So I can see the throw in actually. Wright takes a throw in. Goes quick. There's no real Cinderford pressure on that ball. There's uh, Davis was sniffing around for it, but Harry Clark's done very well to come in and win it. Matt, you can start thinking about your uh, MS Roofing Man of the Match. I'll ask you that in about 90 seconds because I know you've got to go and present the trophy at full time as well. Mm -hmm. Too much pressure on us now. A lot of pressure, mate. That's what comes with the job, you know. <laughs> when you agree to sponsor this tournament, mate, that's what you, what you, that's what you agree to put yourself in for. As Adam, Car Adam Clark comes flying out to meet Pemberton and concede the throw-in. A couple of... Uh, Cinderford fans wanting a free kick, perhaps, away to our left, but I'm afraid not interested. Morford with the ball forward. <laughs> Will Morford <laughs> takes me back. Giving a, uh, a loose ball, or a new ball, sorry, I should say. And here's Hicks now, sprays it to the right hand side for Harry Emmett to keep in play. Now with Coleman, Coleman delivers, it's flat and <laughs> Doesn't really beat the first man, and it's hooked clear by Laurie McNally. Payne. Crossfield ball for Pemberton. Just knocks it back with a little head to Haswell inside the centre circle. Sort of half pressured by Damari Bryan, but he's comfortable enough to knock it back. Now Clark. Easy pass to Pemberton. Now Haswell. Pemberton in the shade in front of us as well Lewis Spurrier looking to break the lines and he might be in here Lewis Spurrier one-on-one -on -one with the keeper challenge comes in from Xander Jones Spurrier not happy with that one referee not interested at all we've seen him given yeah seen him Shea given as the referee flag up on the far side not had the best time this trialist, has he, in this, uh, no, he since he's come on in he the second half? He certainly hasn't, no. Looks a bit off the pace. <laughs> well, with a minute to go, Matt, M&S Roofing, man of the match. The, uh, the duty falls to you, my friend. Who has stood out for you in this game? Uh, well, I mentioned the young lad up front for Tuffley. You're going to have to give me the names here. Joe Shutt. Yeah, he had, he had a very good game, I think, for Tuffley. Just the but goal just deluded him. You can't give it to Joe Shutt, mate, because he's, nope. not, he's not here. He's not here, no. And um, I'm not going to give it to the losing side, obviously. <laughs> um, it's got to be someone from that Cinderford midfield. And um, I think Spurry has had a very good game in the middle there. Um, kept it quite solid. Linked up the defence and the forwards. But for me... Harry Emmett's been at the, the forefront of everything Cinderford have done going forward, so I think it's got to go to him, really. So, there you go. I mean, probably wouldn't be the person that I'd pick, <laughs> but uh, there you go. As a toughly break into the box with Bainbridge. Good move, this. Strike. By Bainbridge in the end is wide of the mark. So, is that your pick? Well, yes, easy name to remember as well, so, <laughs> you know. Sure, don't want to change it? What's your opinion then? Well, I, I I would probably go for Lewis Spurrier, mate. To be honest with you. Well, I did mention him, so let's give it to him then. If you want to go I, I've, on the votes, I think in my, if in my opinion, <laughs> I, <laughs> dad if you'd have scored that chance a minute ago, I probably would have given him out right. Yeah, definitely. I, th I think Emmett's had a good game, but for the standard that, that we've seen him play, I, I think. In well, you've seen him play more than me. And if you've yeah. seen him play in other games, I think in terms in terms of the actual breaking the play down, driving Sinford forward. You know, I think Spurrier has been 
at the, the hub of that. So that would be who I would give it to. So we agreed. Let's go for that. So there you go. Lewis Ferrier, your M&S Roofing Man of the Match for the Seven Sports Shield Final 2021. I was going to say, how much has he paid you I'll, I'll take that in my, I'll take that in the brown envelope after the game, if you would. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's a man, a man got the trophy in his hands. A man on crutches is a lot more dangerous than he looks. I tell you that for a fact. Strike comes in from distance from the free kick. Hi, Liam Wright. As it's wide of the mark, as we are about to approach the final embers of the game. Cinderford Town, moments away from being crowned champions of the Seven Sports Shield 2021. Come on, boys, keep going! And Sinderford continue to just hold the ball. Here's Harry Emmett. Here's Tommy Coleman. Now with Trialist. Coleman, again, down the right-hand side. Moments away from the full-time whistle. The referee's had a look at his watch. Still we play though. Here's Demelada Youssef. Goes back to Liam Wright. And Ooh. nearly takes out the, uh, the camera to our left. It's a throw-in taken. We've uh, played two minutes of stoppage time. I imagine another 60 seconds will be played. So popular here, they're double parked. <laughs> Welcome for the well, Sunsport Shield. Good, good, good afternoon here at Cinderford. Two games. As uh, we've had a, a decent attendance throughout both games. Good to see so many people here enjoying the festival of local football after so long being denied such a, a, a privilege. Referee again has another look at his watch. Herbert for Tuffley. Kent driving forward. Now Bainbridge down the left-hand side, looking to beat Coleman. Coleman does well and goes back to Nick Jones. Jones, loose ball, picked up by Freeman in the middle. Yusuf is pressing him. And now it's with Pemberton, looking down the line for Sammy Hicks. feel like the referee, if he... Uh, he's enjoying it a bit too much. He, yeah, he? he's, 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 he's liking the sun. Even the lino's checking his watch. He's getting, he's getting a tan. <laughs> Getting a tan. There and there is. goes the full time whistle. Cinderford Town, champions of the Seven Sports Shield 2021. 4 1 winners here at the Causeway. Matt, I'll let you get off and uh, present the trophies for Man of the Match and the Seven Sports Shield. Thanks very much for joining us once again, and thank you again for sponsoring the tournament. As the uh, presentations of the Seven Sports Shield will be around five minutes' time as the players shake hands at the end of the game. And just a reminder as well that you have been listening to Seven Sports Saturday Live here at the Causeway, sponsored by Cornell and Company and PAH Accounting for this season. So a good game. We've seen we've seen eight goals in the first game, five goals in the second one, and Cinderford, very well worthy winners of the Seven Sports Shield this year. They beat Fairford 3-1 in the semi-final, 
And they've beaten toughly four goals to one here. They were set on their way in the first half. And they went in 3-0. Uh, sorry, 3-1 at the break. And a comfortable second half for them, really, in the end of, of things. As he, as uh, I can see Ryan on the field in front of me going to present the trophy. And, of course, the uh, celebratory Prosecco for the winning team, Cinderford Town. Just a reminder, you can listen back to Butties for Breakfast, today's uh, breakfast show on 7sport.co.uk and you'll be able to listen back to these broadcasts later on this evening, possibly tomorrow. So we've had a tweet in for Stephen Cleal, who says he is delighted for his Sinford Town boys to be the first host winners of the 7 Sports Shield. Gutted he wasn't here, but well done, lads. And uh, echo that. Stephen, absolutely gutted that you couldn't be here with us this afternoon. Hopefully your isolation period goes quickly and it's nothing more serious for you. We'll be delighted to see you again down here at the Causeway very soon. I think you can be very pleased with the way that your side have gone about this game this afternoon. They've done a professional job on, on Tuffley Rovers this afternoon. Looked comfortable throughout the entire 90 minutes to be, uh, to be truthful with you. Didn't really look like they were going to be in much trouble uh, throughout the whole afternoon. Tristan Haswell gave toughly, uh, gave Sinderford the lead after five minutes. A good corner from the right by Camden Duncan, delivered with his left foot. Saw Haswell at the back post to head in with consummate ease before Owen Taylor showed good feet and uh, good moving of the ball work between him and Lewis Bamford to double Sinderford's lead. Dion Molyneux then scored the third after just, uh, just under half an hour to uh, pile the misery on for a tough lead. But it looked like they were going to be forcing a way back into it with Liam Wright just before half-time. And then Lewis Bamford. So Lewis Bamford scored from the penalty spot with a Penenka penalty with 20 minutes to go and then in the end they look comfortable that's a round of applause to everyone for this afternoon coming out and supporting the players Ryan is out on the pitch now doing his presentation as I'll let you listen in
I'd also like to thank Fort Science who uh, agreed to uh, participate this year. Sinnaford is a great host, as we said, toughly. Their first time in the tournament this year, they've been fantastic every time. They've given as good as they get, and they're always honest on the pitch, and off the pitch, as well as to deal with. So, thank you to them. Also to Fairford and Newark, who played an outstanding third place playoff earlier on today, and did their part in the semi final as well. So, to the players who have stood out on the pitch now, and those who have always played today, um, thank you very much for, for playing and playing in the right spirit. Technically, we've got both things, but let's not talk about that. Um, Disciplinary action should follow. I'd also like to thank the Forest Food Bank, who are here today. They've had containers here all week. Um, again, we knew that City Food as a community would turn out for a local charity and donate as much as they have, so hopefully we've made a difference for a wonderful charity in the local area. Also, lastly, thank you to Matt Yates, who both may not know, he was one of the founders of Seven Sport. He stepped away and Mini Kelsey nearly stopped doing what we were doing. But he's back, he's sponsoring the tournament, and he's also named the man of the match for the final. And the winner received this lovely little trophy, which we got um, given to us. So, Matt, I give it to you. And I can confirm that he named the man of the match, Lewis Spurrier, since the town. Lewis Spurrier there receiving the award for the man of the match for the final of the Seven Sports Shield 2021. And the MS Roofing Man of the Match for the Seven Sports Shield final 2021, Lewis Spurrier. Trophy presentation taking place. Tristan Haswell receives the Seven Sports Shield. The champions of the Seven Sports Shield 2021 are Cinderford Town. Congratulations to Cinderford Town, worthy winners of the Seven Sports Shield 2021. 4 1 winners here over Tuffley Rovers. And thank you very much for everyone for supporting the Seven Sports Shield 2021 and for tuning in as well. And we will see you next year at Long Levens for the Seven Sport Shield 2022. But we'll be back on Seven Sport Live potentially next Tuesday at Long Levens, but definitely next Saturday for Butties for Breakfast. 
So thanks very much everyone for listening and tuning in this afternoon. The winners of the Seven Sports Shield for 2021 are Cinderford Town. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit sevensport.co.uk.